0: making a price adjustment on an overpriced listing. Ooh, not an easy conversation, but a necessary conversation for you to be able to move forward and get a seller to where they really wanna be, under contract and close. There's a lot of reasons you could have gotten to this situation where this conversation needs to happen. Of course, you didn't price it correctly on the front side. You weren't strong enough in your sales conversations when you met with the seller and you knew it should have been listed at 500,000. And they said, we want 600,000. All the market data said 500 and you go, okay, I just really want a listing. Or there could have been a lot of other factors involved that led to this conversation. Doesn't matter. Now you're in it. So what do we do? How do we have a powerful conversation instead of running and climbing into a hole and being scared every week and dodging your seller and doing all of it? You know, I've talked to agents so many times, it cracks me up, right? They're like, I I just don't even want to make the call to my seller. You didn't affect the pricing or the buyer's not coming to the property. You didn't do maybe a, a strong enough conversation in the beginning, but it doesn't matter. One of the things I talk to all agents about is you have to detach yourself from the outcome. You have to make sure you understand I'm in a consultant. I provided the most data possible to help you make a great decision. It's not your fault. Don't feel bad, don't feel guilty. That'll drive you insane. I know agents that don't take listings just because they're scared of this conversation. Let's set this up correctly on the front side. Now, as we jump into this, if you like the information, please hit the like button, subscribe, leave me a comment. I respond to everything personally myself. I'd love to get your feedback, but let's jump in. A lot of this starts on the front side. So if I'm meeting with a seller, I'm going to make sure that I set the expectation so that They understand that right now, when we're doing the market analysis, my wording has to be very specific. It's never what I think, or in my recommendation, or you should price it at this. Uh, here's another thing I hear all the time. Well, you could price it somewhere between here and here. No, that doesn't make sense. What we're doing is we're trying to establish a list price that is going to cause the most activity possible based on all of the data that we have available at that time. I wish it was a perfect. You know, you can nail this number. All this. It's not an appraisal. It has. nothing to do with that. Pricing is how much buyer activity are we going to draw if we list it at this price based upon all of the comps and information we know. A lot of factors happen. Condition, location, where the market is at that point. There could be 50 different factors. You're taking all of that data as as a skilled professional and you're calculating all of it to give your clients the best situation to have great offers, great terms at the highest price possible. That's all we're doing here. All right. When I meet with the seller and I go over my market analysis, I'm always explaining to them what the market value is and then allowing them to make a decision on where they want to list the property at based upon the most accurate data available. When I finish going through my market analysis, I just say, hey, Mr. and Mrs. Seller or Mr. and Mr. Seller, Mrs. and Mrs. Seller, or whatever it might be. I go, look, here's where we're at. Here's all the information. Where would you like to list the home at for it to sell in the next 30 days? I have that powerful pricing conversation. Remember. Price adjustments happen on the front side, not on the back side. So I have that conversation, and there's a whole script for this, is a whole nother video, or visit BrendanBardick.com. We have all of our listing courses, all that. But this is a very specific conversation for a reason because this way I'm not putting myself, I'm not backing myself into a corner. If I say to a seller, "Uh, hey, I think you should list at $500,000, we list the home, no buyers come. I have to make that call. They go, well, Brendan, you told us to list at $500,000. Why'd you tell us that? It's always the market. Based on the market information, here's where we're at. What would you like to do? Based on the market, here's the information. What would you like to do? If they go, what do you think? Well, it's not what I think. Based on the market information, the market's telling us that we should be at this price right now. Does that make sense? You did a great CMA. You, you explained this. You set this up. Now I go, Bob and Susie, here's the situation. We're, we're going to do our marketing extra, our marketing plan of action. We're going to have an amazing open house extravaganza this weekend. Whatever it is you're going to Do on opening weekend. I always set, I always list a property on the same day, which is Thursday. I always take it active on Friday and we always have an open house or we we drive as much traffic through the property on that opening weekend as humanly possible based on our coming soon strategy. That's a whole nother video as well. So everyone's coming through and I go, look, so after that weekend, I'm going to contact you on Monday and I'm going to go over all of the details. At that point, we'll either have offers, we'll have all the feedback. If we don't have offers, I'll talk to you about the feedback and what steps we need to take to move forward. Does Monday at 11 o'clock work for me to give you a call? At one point, I was carrying 60, 70 listings. So I would block out every Monday from 11 until almost two o'clock to be making these calls with all of my sellers. When I'm saying I'm carrying that many listings, this is when listings were taking four, six months to sell. It was a different market. Right now, this conversation is happening a lot faster, the market's a lot better, but now sellers, first of all, are listing their property way more than even the crazy buyer demand is for it right now, and agents are, are allowing that to happen. It's only going to get to a point where eventually people are going to go so far out of the realm of what the market value is, that these properties are going to need to be adjusted to come back down. You have to schedule this every Monday and look forward to this conversation. You did nothing wrong if there's no offers by Monday. And again, I get questions all the time. When should I have this price adjustment conversation? In my opinion, every single Monday that you're not sold. Here's understanding that we have to make sure we're very clear on. What are the two main factors that cause a home to sell? Price and time. If you list any property, low enough, it will sell. I've had meth lab houses. I've had houses that had holes in the floor that you could see through the, to to the basement. I've had raccoons living it. I've had people walk into listings that I've taken and immediately run back out and have to throw up because of the smell. I've had rats. I've had animals. I've had every type. I had a house once that had, uh, the, the owner had fifth 15 boa constrictors or pythons, and so imagine how many mice that those those boa constrictors had to eat or whatever the snake. It was a big snake. There's a bunch of big snakes. I've sold every type of property out there. They all will sell at a certain price. The second factor is time. So if any property has enough time to sell, and within the realm of reason, it will sell. So if I list a property today and market value is 500, but I list it at 600,000, will that property value get to 600,000 in two to three years? Possibly, right based upon all other conditions staying the same so it could just take a lot longer for the property to sell for the pricing to get there okay i don't really want to work off of the the time one because that's scary and that doesn't help my, myself or the seller get to where they want to go now let's talk about the price adjustment script it's very simple so on monday remember i already had this setup i got all the feedback i've looked at all the stats i look at all the information and i'm going to call up my sellers and i'm going to say Hey Bob, it's Brendan. Hope you had a great weekend. Hey, I wanted to update you on where we're at with the current situation uh, or with the uh, current feedback from your home. Unfortunately, at this point, we did not receive any offers over the weekend. We had two showings, zero showings, 50 showings, whatever the the showing amount is. We had this amount of activity. This many people looked at your property online. This many people shared your property. Now, you have to get all these stats. You can get this from Zillow, Realtor.com, your MLS. You should be able to see all the clicks, your own personal website. I let them know all of the things that were happening. We had three people come in through the open house. And here's what they said. And I provide them with that feedback. Now, Bob, at this point, we have three options on what we can do to move forward. Number one, we can do nothing. We can hope and pray that that a buyer will show up and, and make you an offer. That's option number one. Option number two, we can add more value to the property so that we can have more interested people that want to make an offer on your home. So we could update the kitchen, you could paint the exterior, add more landscaping, whatever the house possibly could need. Now, if the house is perfect and there's nothing you can do with it, then you go, look, I'm not sure what more you could do to increase the value of the property, but if there's anything you could do, we could talk about that okay or option number three we can adjust the price so we can open up the buyer pool attract more buyers to your home get you under contract and get you on your way to arizona now bob based on those three options what would you like to do and move forward with today now this is very key So they're either going to say, do nothing. You can tell them your concerns about why you think that might be a a terrible option. Number two, they might wanna make adjustments to the home. Now, this is a really simple conversation. If they wanna make adjustments to the home or they go, well, maybe we should just uh, remodel the kitchen. Well, we could do that, Bob. We could take the property off the market, remodel the kitchen, do all of the work, put the property back on and see if the buyers would be interested in it. Now, here's my concern with that. Number one, we don't know what's going to happen in the market in the future. Right now, the market is... the Conditions that it is are fantastic. So if we took it off and something went wrong, we could put it back on later, and the market could go down. Number two, you could make all of these adjustments and uh, remodels to the kitchen, and the buyer won't even like it. Maybe they don't like your style. Maybe they wanted to do it themselves. Maybe they didn't feel like it was a strong enough value. Also, we could start the remodeling process, and it could open up a number of other issues. Right? They, they could break something, or this could happen. It could delay, delay. I've seen it all the time, Bob. I, and, and it's just, it's, it's a possibility. But I'm just. Telling you as a concern, you'd be better off offering a concession to the buyer for a kitchen remodel. Now, this is very important, right? So, if I have a listing, I could offer a concession to the buyers or adjust adjust the price down based upon that, that amount. Now, here's the reason we always say adjust. All we're doing is adjusting the price. We're not doing a price reduction. Do you ever want anything to be reduced, right? Doesn't that sound terrible? We're not reducing anything because the price was never really set, right? If you think about it, people get, oh, I'm coming down $50,000. You're not coming down off of anything it was a fictitious number that we set that the buyers didn't respond to. All we're doing is adjusting the price because the price we were at before wasn't the right price to get the buyers in here to make you an offer. If you do, if it it just comes down to flat out, they're not getting past it and they wanna do upgrades to the property, then deal with that. Be very supportive, help find all the contractors. Do what's best for your seller. I'm very, very blunt about this be very careful on taking a property off the market. I've seen this happen before and then a pandemic hits. I've seen this happen before and then a national uh, crisis happens. I've seen this happen before. You can't tell what's going to happen in the future. You can only deal with what's happening right now. And right now we know that a buyer will purchase this property at a certain price that will factor in the condition of the home based on the competition of the other properties out there. It's a very big, important piece. Make sure that you're clear on that process. Now, here's another thing you're going to hear all the time well brendan fine you know what let's do a price adjustment what do you think we should adjust the price at be very careful here big thing you don't want to do is adjust the price and then have to come back a second time if it doesn't sell and ask for another adjustment so i see agents do this all the time it drives me insane you'll see a price adjustment at five thousand dollars on a five hundred thousand dollar home if you are listed at five hundred thousand and you adjust the price to 495 don't you think if somebody out there was interested in a $500,000 home, they would have came at the, you know, they would have made an offer at 495? You think the $5,000 price adjustment's going to do anything? And if it doesn't, are you going to have to come back in a week and ask for another 5,000, 10,000? So you need to get your stats and know your information and make sure that the price is adjusted enough to make sure that this house is going to receive an offer. Well, Brendan, I don't know how to do that. Here's the easiest way. And I'm not going to say this is going to work all the time. I'm telling you it's a very simple way to not- Not getting this whole, you know, factoring all this data in. Look at what your active competition is in the entire area. Right? If, you, if there's nothing in your, your little neighborhood, go out further. If there's nothing in the, the condo building you're in, go out further. See where the buyers are going and what options they have at that point. You need to make sure that you're in the number one or number two spot of the best overall option as far as price, condition, value, view, lot location. And this is what I explain to my clients all the time. I go think about it through the eyes of a buyer. If you have number one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight properties that are better than you, then that's why you're not receiving an offer. It's simple supply and demand, everyone. I'm going to make sure that at the time of us doing this adjustment, we are going to be the number one best available option. That's that's the best price, the best, look, li- all of that for my clients to receive an offer so they can get under contract, get to where they want to go, and everybody's happy. You will ruin relationships the longer you're on the market. This isn't about anything other than, Let's make sure I'm smart about how I'm doing these things so I can work with a seller and make them excited and happy. I've never had a seller get mad at me for going, Brennan, thanks for getting us that offer in the first weekend. I've never had them be like, I can't believe you got me an offer in the first weekend. Of course, they're going to be happy. No one really wants to have to deal with the pain of selling. They want to deal with the pleasure of buying the new property or the cash that they're going to receive that they're going to use for for something else. No one wakes up and goes, I can't really wait to deal this whole selling process. I hope it takes months. Come on. That's ridiculous. Make sure you have that clarity with them on in this entire process. And so if you're talking about this, I, I, all you analyticals right now are going, well, should I ask for 5% adjustment, 10%? What's the right amount? There is no perfect price adjustment amount. The amount is whatever makes you the number one contender to receive the next offer in your general market. If there's no comps in the world, and you live in some bizarre place where that's the case, then it's gotta be substantial enough, right? So again, we talked about five grand. If they didn't come at five grand, it might be 50 grand where they need to come. The buyers are gonna set the market value for the property, not me or you. They've already set the value because they're not coming. So we need to do something bold enough to make sure that they come this second time around because if they start to see two, three, four price adjustments over the course of that listing, they are not going to be making big offers. Use the script, practice it, get comfortable with it, get comfortable with having these conversations with your client. It's your role in this this beautiful industry to be honest, to make sure that you're a consultant and that you're advising them on what could go wrong if they make the wrong decision. So remember, it's never what you think, it's never what you recommend. Every Monday you're to have a conversation with your clients about what they need to do next to get the property sold don't hide from them embrace them work together get the property sold and have great success again i hope you found this valuable i can't wait to hear your comments if you have any questions feel free to connect with us and as always i wish you great success